Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're having ongoing digital discipleship conversations about when and where the kingdom and the culture collide. Time. I'll give you a Jesus quote, and then we're going to Benjamin Franklin next. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own troubles. And so, by worrying about tomorrow, today gets robbed. So, if I'm worrying about tomorrow, this present moment is going to be robbed. Most Christians are afraid of tomorrow, in bondage to yesterday, and right now is being robbed. One of the most difficult things to do is be present now. That's one of the beauties of the ministry of Jesus. They're like, Lazarus died. He's like, yeah, I'll be there in a few days. And when he gets there, Lazarus is coming forth no matter what. So we have to learn to be present where we are. This is what Benjamin Franklin said. Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for that is the stuff life is made of. People... People do not die when they run out of money. They die when they run out of time. Scripture says, teach us to number our days. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I I think that people die prematurely. Paul talks about that they don't discern the Lord's body. Some people fall asleep prematurely. Like there's a sense of um, not discerning the Lord's body brings judgment. That's one. Another one is, if the father wanted Lazarus dead, Jesus wouldn't raise him from the dead. So it's important to know that when Jesus said that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, that's what Jesus meant. And he does have somehow the ability to do what Jesus said he actually could mm-hmm. do and does do. Like, Jesus wouldn't tell me that if it doesn't, if it's not possible. And mm-hmm. so there's that. And then there's also like, this, this idea of like the enemy offers you something and it looks good, but the enemy only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. So so it's like that kind of like fish bait and they're like, oh, there's a great gummy worm and it just hooked you in the mouth and just dragged <laughs> you into the into the middle of, you know, traffic and the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So Satan's numbers, his days are numbered. Mm. And so he's kind of on a shot clock and so he loves for us to waste our time. And to uh, to not really take seriously the life that God given has given us. So we must always remember that Jesus has our best interests in mind. So if we worry about tomorrow, we are allowing the enemy to steal today. This is something that I, that I think happens um, all the time. John Maxwell says this, that time doesn't need to be managed. We need to manage ourselves. Um, that That is an important truth to, to remember. Um and to really consider. Now, there's a bunch of things that uh, we can do with time, which I, I want to kind of get into those in a minute. But we must move forward in faith with patience until we inherit the promises that God has given us. So for me to properly steward time, patience is required. Mm-hmm. Do, do you understand? Yeah. I cannot be in a rush The Bible says, I'll give you an example. He who makes haste to get rich shall not be innocent. Mm -hmm. So there's a sense in which that trying to go too fast actually will delay you. Yeah. 
that's so counter to to the world because people rush to yes. not waste time. It's totally, yes. Yeah, it's like opposite. Yeah. yeah. If I could say something, if a 38 year old Adam could talk to a 28 year old Adam, I would say slower. Be more sure footed. Slower. One of the ways people build muscle is something called time under tension. Slower. Mm. Lower as, as you as as you lower it slower. Time that time under tension uh is the thing that uh builds muscle. And it's the same thing in the kingdom, like time under tension. Um when you come under adversity, testing, trials, it's producing patience in you. And without patience, you can't possess your soul. Yeah. So that means that you cannot rule your mind, will, or emotions without patience. Patience is the thing that governs your mind, will, and emotions. Mm -hmm. So without patience, you cannot govern yourself internally properly, which means you'll be governed by other things. Yeah, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. If you look at creation, you find that God is a God of process. Everything is process. Yeah. Right? Agriculture, growth. Like that's his design. Yes. Yeah. He loves inputting time into the into yes. the process. Yeah. Yes. And I was actually writing about this in a new book that I'm working on. The 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 when when the wise men from the east came and brought gifts to Jesus, gold, frankincense, and myrrh all become what they really are through fire. Oh, all three of them. All three. Wow. See, fire purifies gold. Mm -hmm. And fire brings forth the aroma uh, oh, the and, the, and the frankincense and the myrrh. Oh. Myrrh was also something that they embalmed dead people with. Mm. But if you put fire on it, there's also a fragrance. Mm. So no fire, no fragrance. No fire, no purity. So speaking to what you're saying, the fire of trial, the fires of testing, the, the fires of doing the right thing and not getting the results we're looking for, learning to persevere, uh, learning to, to continue is the thing that produces patience, which then allows me to navigate time with wisdom. Mm. That's a really important principle. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to talk to you practically on something. This is a little practical, but it's, I think it's important. Getting enough sleep is essential to using the time we have to its fullest potential. I think that sometimes when we're not rested, we can't make good use of our time. So... We have time or we have energy rather for Netflix, but we don't have energy to write. Yeah. Or we have energy to just kind of exist, but not thrive. Mm -hmm. You know, or we have energy to show up at the gym, but not smash it because we're like, uh, we're. and so I think that that's something uh, just to think about. Um, rest is absolutely necessary. I think it, it's another thing that helps us uh, navigate um, time well you see Jesus he took naps and you also see Jesus uh, he broke away from the group to pray and and those are two things that refill you mm -hmm. so that you can make the most of what is before you mm -hmm. and so I think that that's important now there are five things that can happen with time which I want to speak to those things if that's all right one time can be invested time is invested when we are alone with God in prayer when we read God's word when we hear God's word, when we obey God's word, when we teach others God's word, uh, there is eternal rewards for stewarding time correctly. How we live in time affects eternity. That's one. Two, time can be spent. Time spent is when we do things we need to do, such as working, commuting, cleaning, showering, 
changing our oil in our car so the engine doesn't die. Just there's things that we just need to do. Spending. Uh, time number three can be wasted. Time is wasted when we do the right thing for the wrong reason. A lot of time is wasted when we are lazy and procrastinate. I always tell these people, procrastination is not patience. Mm. It's just not patience. So complaining and making excuses is another huge time waster. When we fail to plan, we are planning to fail, which means we are wasting time. Not doing what we're supposed to do now wastes time both now and later. Mm. So God is always preparing me for who I'm becoming and where I'm going and the opportunities that he has before me. But if I don't take now seriously, I won't be ready later. Wow. It's like wasting time is actually investing in your failure. Yes. Yes. Um, Here's another one. Time can be stolen. Time stolen is when people die prematurely. If God wanted Lazarus dead, Jesus would not have raised him from the dead. Here's another one. Toxic relationships are why another another way Satan steals time. Mm. Toxic emotions such as unforgiveness, bitterness, self-bitterness are ways that time is stolen from us when we buy into the lies of the enemy, when we eat the bait of Satan, when we're offended, when we're touchy, when we're, we're not teachable, we don't take correction. You don't take correction, you're going to go around the mountain again. Yeah, I could speak to that. I had a season where I was bitter for extended time. I look back at that and I think, what a waste of time. Because when you're in a bitter season, God can't get to you for the things he really wants to do. Because that has to go first. Yeah. So He, so he can, un- but he bo- won't. Because he'll honor you. Exactly. Yeah. And and the thing that's that's really crazy is if you think about it, I agree with this really important. This is, I think this we're on, we're on the Holy Ghost movement <laughs> here. Like, let's say you hurt me. I'll use you because you're not really the type of person that... <laughs> is like hurting people. Let's say DK hurts me. I'm so hurt. I'm offended. I'm angry. You know, he hurt me last week. I'm living in last week. Yeah. I'm stuck in the past, mm-hmm. which means the present is being robbed and I'm cursing my own future. Yep. And that that is just not a good thing. Here's another. I got an encouragement one. Here's this. Time can be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Time is redeemed when we walk circumspectly and we walk in wisdom. In plain language, we need to take advantage of the opportunities that God has given us in this life. In the Old Testament, Joshua was fighting a battle and the sun stood still. It did not go down until he won. When you are fighting the right battles and obeying God, time is on your side. You can see Joshua 10, 12 through 14 to read that story. I think that's where leap years come from, but it's just a thought. <laughs> um, but there's in the Bible, there's several different types of time. Mm. There's chronos time, uh, which is watch time. Um, and then there's kairos time and seasons, which is like when heaven invades earth, when the kingdom comes, when God breaks in. Mm-hmm. And so there's times of refreshing that are in the presence of the Lord. There's kairos moments as we learn to spend chronos time with the lord mm-hmm. you, you know yeah. what i'm saying now here's the thing about the gift of faith the gift of faith is powerful because the gift of faith has the power and the ability to take chronos time and make it a kairos moment mm. so the gift of faith can pull eternity into now and and convert watch time to god time mm. like kanye west said god's time can't fit on a wrist <laughs> and and so it's like faith pulls forever mm-hmm. into now and brings forth the kingdom yeah. which is which is really really powerful and that is the redemption of time that Paul was talking about 
uh, in Ephesians. That's like an expression of that. We saw it in the, the Old Testament uh, manifestation. Um, also another, like for example, the re- redeeming of time, like supernaturally. When you think of water turning into wine, mm-hmm. that's 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 yep. Jesus accelerating time, saying that I'm Lord of times and I'm Lord of seasons and I'm Lord of process. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, wine, like grape juice, which is water, becomes wine over time but he was he was able to accelerate that mm-hmm. uh because he's the lord of time uh he rules over that and so anyway people who are wise make good use of their time it's just that simple we often think uh, of wealthy people as those who have a lot of money while in fact wealthy people also invest more of their time than waste an asset that is even greater than money is time Again, people don't die when they go bankrupt. They die when they run out of time. You are a gift from God wrapped in time. Use your time wisely. There are three things that reveal um, what you really value. And that's what you say with your mouth, what you do with your time, and how you use your money. These these are things that reveal what it is that we value. And I, I think that it's really important because people like in our culture, like time is money. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to tell you that actually time is more valuable than money mm-hmm. because you can lose a thousand bucks and you can get a thousand bucks. It's just stuff. But you, but, mm-hmm. but time, unless God does a supernatural run it back, mm-hmm. it's gone. Yeah. And it's not waiting for you. Mm-hmm. It's not waiting for me. Yeah. And so it's like, even with, you know, like the mercy of God endures forever. Mm. It does. God doesn't run out of mercy. We run out of time. And so I think it's really important to make the most of our time and to treat it as a gift and to use it wisely. Can we rest? Can we chill? Do we have to be going, going, going all the time? No. But an incessant waste of time is very very unwise. Yeah, it's it w- imagine if someone weren't wa- you know walked outside, and they had a million cash, and they just burned it. Mm-hmm. They just burned it, and people were like, "What are you doing?" I just don't, I don't, I don't care. And and that's kind of what it looks like when we just waste our time. Mm-hmm. That we're, we're we're leaving, we're wasting value, mm-hmm. we're wasting life, mm-hmm. and God gave His life that we would have life and have life more abundantly, so that we would do something with. The life that he gave us, and so, yeah, I, ju- I just think that it's it's really important to 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 really consider because when we think of stewarding, everyone always goes money, 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 money. Mm-hmm. It's always about money. Like mm-hmm. anytime I say stewardship, people are like money, and it's like, what about time? Yeah. What about relationships? Mm-hmm. What about the opportunities God's given you? Because mm-hmm. because I think if you're faithful with all those things, I think money will follow that. Yeah. I think all the other things that we want. We'll have those, but I think that those are not as important as were we faithful with what we've been given. Yeah. I think what's tied to that attitude is also everything we have, do we really believe it's a gift? Like our talent, our treasure, our relationships. If we really believe it's a gift, then we won't waste our time not doing anything with it. But if we feel entitled that we deserve it, we earned it, that's ours, then I think we feel entitled to waste our time and we won't feel guilty about that. Yeah, like what Paul said to Timothy about gifts. He said, give yourself wholly, like completely to the gift that God has given you. So um, John Maxwell says it like this, like the gifts that we have are God's gift to us. But what we do with those gifts are our gift back to God. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that that's something that we should really consider. Like, what are we doing with our time, talent, and treasure? What, what are we doing with our life? Like, to me, I, I, there's a big red flag. I'll give you a, just a, an example. Big red flag. Let's just say someone's like a social media specialist. And, mm-hmm. and, and they do well. They have a career. And they're like, you know, they're good at that. Mm-hmm. But yet, they don't want to do anything with social media for, like, the church or their fa- You know, anything that's not work. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is... That they value money mm-hmm. more than God or what God wants for their life. Yeah. And they wouldn't say that overtly, but they don't, there's a, there's a lack of revelation. And wherever there's a lack of revelation, you'll find people are stuck. Mm. Because yeah. revelation is, what the, is the thing that gives you the authority and the power to move forward. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I lack movement, it's probably because I lack revelation or... I haven't responded to the revelation that God has already given me. Mm-hmm. And until I begin to put that into practice and be a steward of what I already have, I won't really move forward. Yeah. And there's many Christians with good intentions who are well-meaning, who are completely stuck because they will not use their gifts for the kingdom. They will only use it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a waste of time. Yeah. That's a waste. Mm-hmm. And um, I find that when we're all using the gifts that God has given to us and when those gifts have been sanctified and our and our motives are pure i find that it creates a just a much richer environment Mm. where people are contributing um the gifts Mm. that god has given them because contributing is is something that dignifies people Mm -hmm. people are not created to just take 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 people are created to contribute And and think of god like god his kingdom has no needs and has no end yet he's allowed us to contribute. <laughs> like that's dignifying in the fact that he's like, yeah, you can participate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like know? a little kid trying to help dad with something. Yeah. It, when it's just a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's like a total disaster. <laughs> yeah. But it's awesome. Cause he's our father mm-hmm. and he likes to, to be with us. Yeah. And so my, I think, you know, as, as we get ready to, to uh, wrap this up, I, I, my encouragement to you to those who are listening or watching is, is simply that you would become more cognizant of what you're doing with your time. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I think that's really important. Yeah. Like even if you're journaling, like, well, what did you do today? Mm-hmm. Like what a value got done today? Like, you know, just think about that. Like the, there's things that I think that we can just go into autopilot mm-hmm. and just exist. Yeah. Exist mode, existence, mm-hmm. survival mode. Instead of actually pulling back and going, well, what is it that I'm doing and why? What is it that I have? How is it that I'm using it? You know, I think that that time is something that you should really consider. Um, yeah. How to steward it well. Also, when God's bringing you into a new season with new activity, I think I think about trade-offs. Don't just add stuff to your plate, but think, hey, to do this, what has to stop? You know, yeah. there's got to be some, the math has to work out. You can't just take on stuff. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes too, you just have to give yourself a limit. You know what I mean? Like you say like, I'm going to watch a little TV today, but I'm not going to binge mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to let it like you, you, sometimes you just have to set limits to things and just say, this just doesn't have permission yeah. to have my whole day and night. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that's something. I think another thing too is that we were talking about this. I think in the last episode, but like, time isn't created equally, 
if I'm not rested and well prepared for that time. So if I lack energy because I'm physically burnt out, then I'm going to have an hour that's going to be half as productive yeah. is if I have full energy and I'm ready to attack. Yeah. Um, being 20% in 50 different things is worse than just yeah. being 100% in like two things. Yeah, like me, like when I want to write, I got to shut the phone off. Mm-hmm. Th- there are times that you have to disconnect to really connect. Yeah. You know, and it, say you're connecting with God or your spouse, whatever it is, sometimes you got to just disconnect. Just put the thing in airplane mode. Mm-hmm. Shut the thing off. To Put it in do not disturb. My phone is like, most of the time <laughs> yeah, I noticed that when I text I'm you. sorry it's like most of the it's like permanently do not disturb and it's it's not that I don't care about people and it's not that I, I don't want to respond to people because I, I like to respond quick but like sometimes if I'm just responding to everything then I am not fully present where I am yeah yeah and and there's times where that's okay like you need to respond right away to something but mm-hmm. it's like in this in this moment we live in a space where you know it's like everyone is shouting on us at the same time <laughs> the biggest and richest companies in the world are fighting for the same thing mm-hmm. our attention mm-hmm. so that they can get data about us so they can sell us stuff and then sell us more apps to keep more of our time mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's crazy it's crazy, yeah. it's crazy. and yeah. so the number one commodity Nowadays is data. Mm. It's the greatest commodity in the earth. It's mm-hmm. the most valuable commodity. Yeah. I mean, and you can't eat it or drink it, mm-hmm. but in terms of value, it's what all of the big companies are fighting for so that they can figure out what to sell us next or what to get us addicted to next. Wow. Um, and that, that's, you know, that our, our, wherever our attention goes, our affection goes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's like, we have to be real. Yeah. yeah. That's the definition of cautious. an idol. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It can be totally, it can be, mm-hmm. it, it can be such a preoccupying force mm-hmm. that something good and helpful can, can become an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like social media. You could use it to fundraise and do powerful things and communicate a great message but there's people that are like using it to like literally abduct and kill people. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. it's, it, you know, so you have to be cautious of what you're doing with what you've been given. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just be conscious of it and be powerful over it. Yeah. You have, you decision. have authority over yeah. it. Yeah. In fact, let me just give you one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the disciples asked Jesus, so when are you going to MAGA Israel? <laughs> when are you going to make Israel great again? This is 40 days after. This is just so tiring when I think of this. It's like, I feel like there's hope for us. Um, this is 40 days after Jesus has been raised from the dead and he's been having like a conference with them on the kingdom of God. <laughs> then his best guys go, so when are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? When are you going to MAGA Israel? And then he goes to them, well, it's, it's not for you to know the times and seasons which are in the Father's own uh, power. Mm -hmm. The word power there is the word exousia. It's not power. It's authority. Mm. So within the Father's authority is chronos and kairos. So it is authority that makes you a time broker. Mm. So you have to take authority over the time that you've been given. This is very important. Did you uh, take authority over 
the time that you've been given and you assume responsibility for the life that you've been given because you're going to give an account whether you believe that or not. People are like, I don't believe that. Well, just keep living and die and you'll see. <laughs> I promise you, you know, uh, that we will actually have to give an account. And uh, we're saying this so that you would you would make any adjustments necessary that God is asking you and so that you would live the abundant life that God has for you, you know. And so that's that's what we want. That's why we're yep. podcasting. We're, we're, we're talking to be helpful. And so, uh, again, hey, if this has been helpful, please share it and um Thanks for listening. Adam Levecki here. On behalf of DK Kim and I, we want to thank you for listening to the Be Transformed podcast. If you found this helpful, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. Thanks again for listening to Be Transformed.